As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And now it is time for Through the Screen Door, the flagship show with Corey Ryan Forster. This week, Corey gets brought up to speed after a week of no social media, no news, no anything. So much to catch up on. Thanks for tuning in. Corey Ryan Forrester, how are you? Matthew Archibald Coon, I'm well, my friend. How are you? I'm Hold great. On, does, hey, does, does flagship mean the first or does it mean the best? It means, like, that's our main one. Okay. I've just always wondered because the H&M, their flagship store is in New York, and I was like, oh, that's their first store. And it's like, no, that's not their first store. And I was like, oh, I guess, I guess it must mean that's the biggest one or the best one. So is that what you, you – this is the best show? No, I think of it as the, the show that we stick our flag on. Like, uh, right. Uh, you know, like literally, like, if you had a fleet of ships – Right, this is the flag. This is the Santa Maria. Okay. Or the Nina. I always thought the Santa Maria was the most important one because of the longest name, but I'm not so sure. I'm, I've been a, I've been more of a Pinta guy more my whole life. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, no one ever mentions the Pinta. And I'm like, look, man, y'all don't know. Dude, there's going to be like a friggin' like a Michael Bay movie just called Pinta. The with an exclamation point on it, you know, that's just yeah. the untold story of the heroes of the Pinta. Of the Pinta. I'd see that movie. So you're, you're more of a Pinta guy. Yeah, Pinta. That, that's pretty funny. That 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 sounds like a uh, that sounds like a good bit you can do on stage. Who, yeah. who here's a Nina guy? I'm more of a Pinta guy. Anybody here a Nina guy? Eh, I'm a Pinta guy. Call me crazy. So Corey Ryan Forrester, we just talked for almost an hour over on supportyourboys.com. We're really kind of hitting our groove over there as far as we hit record as soon as we connect on Zoom and we just start talking about everything that's up, everything that's going on, um, how I'm feeling and how you're feeling. But I know something I saw this weekend, Corey Ryan Forrester. This is where you say, what did you see, Matt? I was about to, but you were rubbing your nose and I thought you were about to sneeze, so I was going to wait. What did you see, Matthew? I saw a picture of you with a beer. 
you did see a picture with of me with a did i send it to you you did yeah so like that's like uh longer than your three weeks theory it's been like three months it's been three months and here's the deal so i went on a and i'm still in currently in the middle of a uh, seven day social media break and which means i'm not making anything i'm not doing shit like i'm not i guess it's what most people would call a vacation uh so i'm not making anything i'm not doing anything i've been just hanging out with my family cooking playing video games reading doing you know just having a good time and so it like occurred to me i was like you know the main reason that you don't drink and like that you're like oh no i can't have a beer is because you're a workaholic and you you i never want there to be a day that i can't be motivated to work and if i'm hung over i can't like i'm not gonna be motivated to work and i was sitting there and i was like dude you hadn't had a beer in three months you're taking this break your wife's having some wine like if you can't drink right now then like you just kind of have to admit to yourself like there's a bigger reason here than that you're not drinking like like do you have a problem and i was like no i don't like i don't i just don't drink because I'm a better and healthier person when I don't drink. So fuck it. I can have some beers. So I had some beers and let me tell you something that I did that I've never done before. Um, I had some beers. I didn't finish all the beers that I had. That's the number one thing that I've never done before. Cause I've always been a drink every beer in the fridge guy. And I still went to bed at like 1130. I woke up. I didn't feel great, but I still was able to go on my walk. And it sort of reaffirmed to me that I was like, yeah, you know what? I've had better Saturday nights in the past three months sans booze. You don't need it. It's fine. So it was a good thing. So when the quarantine started, I bought myself a bottle of Tito's, you know, the big yeah. Tito's vodka. I still have some of that left. Yeah, there's no way that would happen at my house. And I do I do love a... Uh, a, uh, a screwdriver but i'm a big fan of the bloody mary do you like the mm, bloody mary i love a bloody mary oh. the only the bloody mary is just like hey do you want to ruin tomorrow and kind of part of today drink a bunch of bloody marys and i still fucking do it like because i get heartburned like a son of a bitch and like dude does it what kind of bloody mary mix do you use i i don't know the mix i use i've bought a couple different ones but I like the ones at the restaurants. Most most good restaurants use Zing Zang, I found. Right. Zing Zang's the gimmick with a touch more hot sauce in it. And, oh, baby, that's my I, jam. I like the ones that you can taste. It's got the Clamato in it. Like, it's mm -hmm. got the clam juice in it. Got to have I'm a it. big fan of, of Old Bay. I want some Old Bay going on. Oh, um, yeah. And if you stick a big old fried piece of meat in there, uh, that's good, too. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like the bacon wrapped celery shit and stuff going in there. You know, the the, the Bloody Mary is the wake and bake of alcohol. Absolutely it is. It's just like, well, I'm just drinking juice. And then before you know it, you've had three. Yeah. And then your day's over. And honestly, if you had three Bloody Marys, what you've done is gotten drunk on soup. Yeah, that's true. It's cold soup. Is all but it is. Then, but then you wash it down with some awesome omelet or something. Oh, God. Dude, the brunch drunk is, oh. you know, as much as like brunch culture annoys me, just like the let's, let's all go to brunch. Let's all of us go there and pay to. 
it's fucking good. Like it's it's <laughs> there's a reason it's become a thing. Like it's a it's fucking awesome. What's your go to for brunch? Uh, eggs Benedict. Oh, I love just give me give me hollandaise. Just give me a bowl full of hollandaise. I love sauce. I love hollandaise so much. If I get the crab Benedict, I, I gotta have it. I gotta oh. have that runny shit. I I find it. It the reason is I think what because if you're going to brunch, usually you are hungover from the night before. That's usually how that works. And I find that when I'm hungover, the best method to getting food into my body is for it to be in some sort of slop form. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. And eggs, crab Benedict, the crab is very loose. The egg is runny. The biscuit gets sopped in it. I can make this into some sort of slop and just slide it down my gullet instead of having to actually spend the energy to chew. I need all that energy to drink. That's solid, Corey. And you know what else is solid is the fact that you guys can support us over supportyourboys.com. Of course, check out our YouTube at watchyourboys.com. If you're listening to this podcast right now, get on your platform, get on the Apple, and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. We're going to test Corey on the news and all the social media stuff right after this. Yeah, appreciate y'all. Subscribe, download, tell all your friends, leave us that five-star review. Go to watchyaboys.com to check out our uh, you know, stand-up clips, clips from the show. That's our YouTube page. Matt Coon, happy to announce uh, another, like, a 1,000 subscribers since the last show, so it's going pretty bananas. Well, we were hitting it pretty hard until, you know, a goddamn tumor attached itself to my fucking spinal cord. Really ruined our life. It really the the worst the the I mean the worst part of it is how badly it affected our YouTube page really yeah me personally that's the worst part of it for sure <laughs> it really did and we will be back to test Corey on the news right after this Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative finally. Tobacco alternatives that don't suck. They do not suck, Matt Coon. They were researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lodgins, Matt Coon. That ain't a lodgins. I love lodgins. I love lodgins. More lodgins. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in a cherry ice flavor. And word to the wise, uh, th- screen door listeners, if you're someone who likes to have a little booze with your nicotine, because like they go hand in hand. I mean, they're the peanut butter and jelly. I always found that when I was boozing, that's when the pomegranate gum is the best because the mint or the cinnamon kind of like overpowers the beer or the drink. So that's when pomegranate would really, really do it for me. But each and every flavor, is, it, it actually tastes really great. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even the gym. Now, here's the great thing is that you've already quit with Lucy. You quit smoking, which is amazing. For me, I'm still a smoker. I, I don't know if I'm ready quite yet, but when I do, I'll use Lucy. But also, I'm going to the hospital this weekend. I don't think they're going to let me smoke in the hospital. So I'm going to go ahead and bring some Lucy. And of course, anytime I fly or anything like that, and I'm almost ready to quit. And when I do, I think I'm going to do what you did, use Lucy. You should. There's cold turkey. Is I'm not saying that some people can't quit cold turkey. Look, that's how I quit regular smoking. Uh, but, well, no, I didn't. It wasn't cold turkey because I was vaping. I was vaping, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to taper this off. I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to use 
vaping to quit smoking and then I'll quit vaping. Well, I didn't. And then I didn't really ever have like, I was like, ah, whatever. I just vape now. Well, the fine folks at Lucy sent me their products and I just started like, well, you know, I'm on the couch. I'll just have me a chew. Well, I was doing that. Next thing I know, I'm not vaping. And then also the next thing I know, and I can't decide whether Lucy wants to hear this or not. Next thing I know, I'm not even chewing Lucy. Lucy got me off of vaping and it got me off of Lucy. I've been <laughs> I've been nicotine free for I wanna say like twenty weeks now, like completely nicotine free. I haven't had a cigarette cigarette. How, how in long over were two you, years? How long were you a nicotine addict? How long? Uh since I was fifteen years old. So sixteen you know, years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, 16, 17 years. So That's like, it. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's 2020, guys. Get rid it's of 20, cigarettes. It's 2021. Oh, my God, it is. Matt Coon, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get you some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. You ain't got to do a goddamn thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's so simple. You don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. And, of course, listeners to Through the Screen Door or any of our shows, go to lucy.com co and use promo code screen door to get 20 percent off all products to me that's something when you start a product getting a little discount like that is great and it does include their gum or lozenges that's lucy.co and use promo code screen door to check out and i have to read this verbatim guys have to have to give this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, and this is coming from Corey. Yes, it is. It also hits. And you can get a safer alternative with Lucy at lucy.co. And be sure to use that promo code, Screen Door. Corey Ryan Forrester. Matthew, John Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt, Kuhn. Oh, that's fantastic. You have been not only off social media, this week but you've been off the news this week so you have no idea anything that's happened i i swear to god trump could be president right now i'd have no fucking idea well it's funny you say that because oh no (laughs) all right so i'm gonna we're gonna talk about some news items that happened basically it's not a huge news week um comparatively to where we were i don't know any day of the last so i picked a good week to take off you know any any week of the Biden presidency seems to be pretty much low drama, my friend. Right. That's been nice. It has been nice. So we'll start with a tragic story, I think. Um, tonight, there's a lot of talk about 
there's going to be a, a moment of silence, I think, and some other stuff going on because we have passed a certain threshold in the amount of deaths from COVID. Um, any idea how many deaths we have had in the United States due to COVID at this point? Um, geez, I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to make an educated guess here. If we're passing a threshold big enough to like warrant some sort of moment of silence, which I mean, you know, even a couple deaths is worth that, frankly. Um, and from the last count, I think I remember seeing, I'm going to guess half a million. We have crossed half a million. We did it. Ah, USA, we USA. More USA. than twice as much as any other country. God damn it. And of course we know why, right? More uh, testing. Freedom. We, we do more testing. We're That's fucking right. free. <laughs> We're free as shit. Fuck y'all. We're free. Is that why? I think the moment, one of the moments that we all knew that the Trump supporters were too far gone was when they whole, they bought this whole, we have more people die because we test more. That's the literal craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my ever. whole life. And, and people are like, makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like how committed they are to hating tests is so funny to me. Like they've just spent their entire life hating tests. I love that people pick and choose what parts of science they like. Like it's amazing. They're like, okay, you took a tumor out of my spine and you put it on the table and you sewed me back up. Oh, by the way, you're making my bone grow into, right. you know, but I don't believe this part of science. Dude, they're also all fucking, uh, when it comes to gender, they got it all figured out scientifically. You know what I mean? They it's all, they're like, this can't be because of blah, blah, blah. But then, yeah, they're like, I don't trust them to make a vaccine. You just get the fuck out of here. It's amazing how many like science and medical PhDs we have on Facebook. Oh, un I, did I went to high school with, I never knew. <laughs> you had no idea. I never, I had, I never. Life. And I guess that they just, uh, moonlight at the dollar store. Sure. Sure. Cause clearly during the day they're at the clinic. They're at the clinic all day long doing and really not just grabbing anecdotal information, but grabbing information enough to make an assessment about everybody. A hypothesis, if you will, an educated oh. guess, not so, guess. Speaking of science and all the marvelous of science, all the marvelous stuff in science, we had another landing of Mars on Mars of another one of our little droid characters, uh, one of our little in this this guy this robot that landed on mars every it's like a five-year mission it takes i mean because i don't know if you know this but is that how long it takes to get there mars is far bro yeah it's like a lot like it's not like the the moon's like ah well you know we'll go to the moon for a cup of coffee no problem but like mars you, is i like that you try to like put it into words how far away it was and you just gave up you're like cup of coffee that's all it is it's a cup of coffee if if the moon's a cup of coffee, then Mars is like a, a brunch. Man, like like literally, it takes five years to get there. Yeah, it's it's it it's a big deal. It's, it's that. A, by the way, that's that's think about this. That's like back in the eighteen hundreds, going from Florida to Oregon. Right. Same right. thing. <laughs> Same less thing. Dangerous. <laughs> Way less dangerous. And not only that, I mean, you have to think that. 
like we saw these pictures or you didn't see them, all these videos of the people in the, in the, in the, uh, in the command center celebrating, by the way, it's hilarious to watch people actively not high five because of the pandemic, you know, right. They're all wearing masks. They're all air fiving like Pam and Jim from the office. You know, they can't, right. uh, but you have to, it, the funny thing is, is that they're celebrating something that probably happened like an hour ago or two hours ago, because you don't see it in real time all the way in mars right oh that's nuts yeah you're right it's like it's like stars um exactly it's like stars i do exactly what you're saying you're saying i hope everybody else knows exactly what i'm saying otherwise i sound like it's just like stars it's like the light from stars hits us years and they're already dead they're already dead yeah that's insane isn't it it is it's a lot like uh people hearing me on the podcast a couple weeks ago what what happened to you on the podcast? Because I was already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so dead, Corey. There was podcasts we did, even last week. Uh, the podcast we did last week, it came out late just because I slept for the next two days. It, it's it's insanity. Well, at least I didn't tell you, hey, Matt Coon, just take a week off, you fucking asshole. I know. I, but you know how it is, man. You like you just don't want to like you don't want to. F- I don't know how it is. You I would have fucking sat out. You don't want to be, you know, like they, to, it would be the akin of you missing a well-read gig because you didn't feel good when you knew done it, when you knew you could have gone on stage and done that, 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 that hour, but you couldn't though, but you can, you just know the rest of your day is going to be fucked. Yeah. Like you, you've been that sick before where you're like, all right, I can do this. I can go on stage. I can do Well, this. I took a bunch of drugs. Yeah, okay. I've never just not got like if I was already in the city, I do the show. But like I took a bunch of amphetamines and my day was gonna be bad regardless. Like the podcast is but that but here's here's also the deal. Um I didn't want to turn down the six thousand dollars I was making. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that actually like this. I, like I, I love our podcast. It's gonna grow, but like you can fucking rest. But at the same, Blue Chew will forgive us, Matt Cohn. But for me, it's like I'm not working. I'm just sitting here watching TV. The only thing I enjoy right now is if I get to talk to Corey for a couple hours. So I can't really, you know, what I'm saying like it was. It what was a, a sad fucking piece of shit you are. Let's talk about some other sad news. Um, this this is probably the highlight of the week. Are you ready? it's so crazy not even having one idea of what this might be okay well let's talk a little bit about first some tragic news because you have to set it up so do you know about what's been going on in texas yeah that was right before i dipped out honestly and i oh man like i've heard a little bit of rumblings about that because i have friends in texas and you know that that's obviously huge and um yeah, man, my heart goes out to all y'all in Texas, everybody in the surrounding states that are having trouble right now. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even like, you know, usually I know who to scream at, I guess. But like, it's bad. Well, it's terrible. Apparently we need to be more- the deregulation of their energy and getting away from their uh, a national, you know, dependence on power. has Yeah, because they're private, hurt. right? Yeah, it really hurt Texas a lot. They also have another thing where, like, they're people that get, like, a wholesale price on energy, which is like getting an arm loan. It's like it can go up or down. So I don't know what people, that means. Can you explain that to somebody? So, like, if you get an arm loan on for a, for a house, it's a, it's a it's adjusted rate mortgage where, depending on what's ah. going on in the markets, you could be paying way more. <laughs> this is why we had such a big problem 
uh, in 2000, right? And so uh, the same thing with this energy is that there are people that have $200 bills every month that went up to $16,000 for the month because, because the power grid went out. So, uh, you know, not only do they lose power, there are literally people who have been found frozen to death in their beds. Oh, my God, dude. There's an 11-year-old found. There's an old woman who was found by her daughter in her backyard. Not only that, dude, they lost water. So they have no water, right? That's like, so this is the, it's probably even a bigger deal than the flood they had a few years ago. Um, You know, it's probably the worst tragedy that's befalled Texas. Uh, The fact, and of course, we're thinking about all of our, all of our uh, listeners and everybody in Texas. I have friends in Texas. You have friends in Texas. It's been really bad, Corey. Has Biden gone down there yet? Um, I, I believe Biden, I'm not sure if he has, but I know that AOC and, and, and Beto O'Rourke, uh, who does not hold any office, by the way, raised $5 million. Um, Hey, Corey, quick question. Do you know the name of any, like, um, I don't know, Senator from Texas? Uh, there's this one piece of shit, Ted Cruz, who, if I believe if my memory As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Serves me well. I want to say at some point during the California fires or something was talking about how shitty this how shitty the state was run or whatever and how how dumb they were with their climate shit so a uh, big bowl of crow for him huh well let's let's talk a little about ted cruz which is the story of the week um i'm going to give you a multiple, oh he's actually done something i'll give you a multiple choice are you ready okay so in the wake of this terrible thing that happened, people that aren't even associated with the state, like AOC um, and and Beto O'Rourke, who does live in the state, uh, you know, raising money, what did Ted Cruz do? Okay, so here's here's your quiz, okay? Okay. Ted Cruz uh, hunkered down with his family and uh, helped out his neighbors, okay? No, that's okay, number well, one. Not that one. Okay, number two, Ted Cruz went to go hand out water at a water distribution point. It's one of those two. No, I got a third one. Are you ready? 
Yeah. Ted Cruz books a uh, trip to Cancun with his family. <laughs> I'm going to go with. I'm going to add something to the third one just so you have all the information to make the decision. Okay. No way. So he, <laughs> this is the third choice. He books a trip to Cancun with his family. The minute he gets caught, he acts like he just did it to escort his kids down there and then comes right back. Meanwhile, a text chain from him and his friends go around showing that he had booked like the whole weekend and the whole week there, and it was all bullshit. And the minute he was caught, he came back pretending that he was there to watch his kids fly to fucking Cancun. I'm going to say he handed out water. <laughs> There's great footage of Cruz coming back. You know, like he meant to the whole time. You know, he's flying. Is he back. wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt? I know he is. No, but he is wearing a Texas mask. Like a University of Texas mask? No, like a Texas flag mask. That's all right. But, I, you know, because he got absolutely caught red-handed. Then he got caught red-handed lying about it. Like he's saying, oh, no, I just wanted to make sure my kids got there okay. When literally his college best friend was down there for the weekend, too. Like, and they outed him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, somebody in his check text chain, there's like a, a group text that went out that people have Ted Cruz's wife on there going, yeah, we're freezing. We're going to Cancun. Who's with us? That's fucking well, I mean, hilarious in a very, you know how, you know how the world, like, oh, the world's so terrible, isn't this Raven? Uh, hey, has Biden played golf this week? I don't think Biden has played golf yet this week. Interesting. Although I did see great footage of Kamala Harris. I guess she likes to run up and down the Lincoln steps. Yeah, uh, who does? Exercise. So they had like the Secret Service and her like running up and down the steps. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I like that. I like a. I like that our uh, White House is trying to stay in shape and maybe not golfing during a goddamn national emergency. It must be weird for the Secret Service to like go from not doing anything all day to like having to like be in shape again. I know running beside cars and shit don't hit. Because I could have done Secret Service for Trump. Like you just stand there and watch TV all day. I wish you had. <laughs> are you saying i wouldn't have done a great job i'm saying uh things could have gone different so uh that's kind of the 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 story that kind of hit the most this week was um was old the teddy story. boy going to cancun is that funny though that this guy just decided hey you know what would be cool is if i just went to cancun right now it's so fun. Like, it's such, like, I keep talking about it. And every time they give me more ammo to make my theory correct is that it's this, like, with politicians, it's the same as the systemic racism in the police force where, like, they've behaved a certain way for so fucking long that they still, they don't, like, now that we live in the age of the internet, the age of accountability, honestly, is what we really should call the age we live in. Now that we live in that, it's like they still don't get it because they're so used to how it used to be. Like, Ted Cruz is so used to operating under the, like, oh, there's a national disaster in my area? Gross. I'm going to go to Cancun and nothing bad will happen to me. And granted, I mean, nothing bad probably will happen to him, but like, we all at least know that's fo so fucked. Do you think he loses next time? I, I think, you know, t t man, Texas people... I don't think they're going to play that shit. Like, I, I think Cruz, uh, 
I think it's a it's a perfect storm of Cruz losing support. He will not get primaried, as they say, but it's another example of of all these Trumpians who are worried about getting primaried. They're going to win their primaries, but they're going to lose big in the in the main election. I, I definitely predict that. I hope so, man, because like you gotta you gotta like anyone rational is looking at this disaster and going like, all right, well the disaster has no political agenda. The disaster is fucking us all up, but the people with the political agenda are not handling this well. Like, this is ridiculous. How could you think I need to go to can? I mean, I could understand wanting to go to Cancun. Sure. But like, what the fuck are you even there for, dude? What the fuck is your whole thing? So another story that happened, this is another bit of, um, bad news of course if it's bad news it's probably either related to weather or trump this one is related to trump um is he still doing stuff well he's doing a few things uh number one he's going to come out with a speech this week which is basically you can't get rid of me if you're not with me you're against me at the same time there was accurate by the way there was a poll in the Republican Party that said most would leave the Republican Party if Trump started his own party they would go awesome love it fucking awesome they don't realize what they're doing they have no idea they're just this is so raven dude like it's the good side of stupidity it's the really good side of stupidity it's like you know i i've definitely like over the past several years with the democratic party i've been like what the fuck are you guys doing like literally we can't beat trump how fucking terrible are we but then watching the republican party win and then just explode implode amongst themselves shoot themselves to the foot at, at like like the like the reason Georgia is blue yes don't get me wrong Stacey Abrams deserves so much of the credit for that it is a so much due to the mobilization of of Democrats in the state of Georgia however you can't deny Trump going hey don't vote in Georgia <laughs> that's got a lot to do with it like they just fuck themselves at every turn it's hilarious. I also think that Trump's just his manner after he lost the presidency. Like, I think there were some people on the bubble who, when they saw just Trump stop being president, they're just like, well, fuck this guy. For sure. You know, there was an enthusiasm gap that happened with Trump right after November, whatever, you know? Yeah. As hard as it is to believe that anybody in the past couple of years could be on the fence, like that really does blow my mind, but I have to accept the fact that it's true there there are people that are on the fence and yeah i do think those people when biden got elected president and they saw what trump was doing they were like all right well i'm on this side of the fence now fuck that a another story that happened this week is a governor um is in hot water uh there's a governor a high profile governor is in hot water for allegedly uh, from both parties by the way for allegedly underreporting certain statistics regarding the covid which may have uh led to more deaths um i'm going to give you a choice between two high profile governors i'll give you either ron DeSantis of florida, florida. Or, and, or andrew cuomo of new york which one do you think okay i'm going to think this through go ahead the the hip the straight from the hip reaction is this screams Florida, right? right? That's my straight from the hip reaction. However, just being the person that I am knowing Matt Coons probably got a hook for me here. 
that makes me want to say Como, but then also I want to go, that's exactly what Matt Coon would want it you to It could think. be the double back, right? It could, it be, could the, be the double back. Yeah. But I'm going to say it's the triple back mm. and it's, it's New York. You are exactly right. Really? Andrew, oh, that's a bummer. Andrew Cuomo has got a lot of hot water lately, not just for uh, not just for what people are saying. He's being accused of 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 underreporting numbers in uh, nursing homes, um, which led to a lot more deaths in nurse nursing homes than people thought. But apparently, he is like calling state senators and stuff and being like trump like he's like listen he like apparently one of the this poor this one guy this poor guy he's like he threatened to destroy me like apparently Cuomo's getting on the phone going i'll fucking destroy you i will ruin your life oh well then uh let me be the first to say fuck him right i think that's where i think democrats and republicans are different i know republicans like to say that we take care of our own as well but we don't like you know if cuomo did this stuff and by the way, I if we took some, care of our own, Al Franken would be the fucking president right now. We can always go to the Franken argument always. Right. Yeah. That's like, we don't do that. Honestly, like there's part of me that thinks that we should start taking care of our own a little bit more, not maybe in this regard, but, but also like, that's why I'm like, obviously on any side of anything, Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I get that. There are some fucking bad Democrats out there. Absolutely. But the reason that, like, overall, I still can be kind of proud to call myself one is that, is the fact that, like, that usually there's no bullshit. Like, if you fuck up, we're like, fuck you, you're out. And, you know, Cuomo's a guy, I remember in 1984, Corey, that was probably before you were born, right? Yeah, I was a, I'm an 87 guy. So in 1984, I was watching the Democratic National Convention with my parents. And this guy gets on the stage and gives this amazing speech, like just this amazing speech. And I remember being 12 and I remember going, God, why isn't this guy running for president? And his name was Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo was the governor of New York. One yeah. of the most gifted, articulate, smartest speakers ever. I remember my stepdad at the time saying, well, he's an Italian running in New York. And so people attribute that to the mafia and the mob and right. people. And that's probably why. But then he had these sons, right? He's got the one on CNN. And I was about got, to say, how many of them Cuomos are there? I don't know, but but Mario was an amazing politician, a really great governor, really smart guy, um, just really sharp guy. And so his two the two sons that we know of, Andrew and who's the guy on CNN? What's his name? I I always want to call him Andrew too. I can't remember his name. But that guy's really good. He's really he's very good. He's really good. But apparently, uh, um, Andrew uh, is in some hot water. And if he did this stuff, well, then fuck him, right? It's fuck him. It's funny that you say that their dad was the governor because I don't know that I knew that offhand. And earlier today, I was watching an episode of NYPD Blue, and over like the radio, I heard somebody say Governor Cuomo, and like I just literally thought I heard it wrong. Yeah. So Mario, there was a there was a great moment that not a great moment, but it was a iconic moment in the 1988 debates. Um, I've been following politics a long time. So uh, in the 1988 1988 debates would be George H.W. versus uh, Dukakis. Dukakis, yeah. And so Dukakis was a guy who was against the death penalty. And someone in a debate asked him this question. They said, if your wife was raped and brutalized and murdered, would you be for the death penalty? 
And so he gave like this really detached answer. Like he didn't really answer the question. And a lot of people thought it cost him the election that he just said, well, that would be terrible, of course, but I'm against the death penalty. And so someone asked Mario Cuomo, like later that same night, he goes, how would you answer it? And he said, oh, I would say this. If someone did that to my wife, I would kill them. I would kill them. But I do not want my society and my rules based on what I would do when I'm angry. Right. Is an amazing answer, right? Yes. And so that's the kind of thinker Mario Cuomo was. He was a brilliant man. And they actually, Aaron Sorkin kind of lifted that for an episode of West Wing where they ask President Bartlett the same thing. And he's like, oh, I would want them to fucking die. And I'd want them to do it myself. He goes, that's, but I can't do that. That's why we have other people that do that for me. You know, like it's, it's not up to me. Because, yeah, personal vendetta aside, like, I'd, I'd of course, want to do that. But that's why I don't do that. And that is the way that uh, Dukakis did not answer. But that is definitely the way that um, Mario Cuomo did answer. But he had these two sons, of course. And uh, Andrew is in, you know, and there was something a little bit, I don't want to say fishy, but there was something very political to me about Andrew Cuomo's daily press conferences that took place about COVID. Like, it seemed like he was just trying to get noticed in a lot of ways to me. Right. Yeah, I got a New York politician trying to be famous. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that all of that is in service of like, if I'm the if I'm the man in New York and I'm handling this like I can run for fucking president one day and I can see somebody being like, oh, let's fudge these numbers a little bit. But like, I also don't say like, how does that how do you not fucking know that you're going to get caught? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great question. And if you get caught, it's so much worse than if you had just been like, look, we could be doing better, but we're not. Man, I can't believe we can't think of the name of the guy I've seen on TV a million times, Cuomo. Um, Billy. No, it's not Billy. This episode is sponsored, Corey Ryan Forrester, by Blue Chew. Ooh, let's talk about something we could all use a lot more of right now. Sex. That is great sex. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Now you've heard about it and you've heard people talk about it. You've heard Corey talk about it. I've tried it. Corey's talked about it and it does work because Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as, as Viagra or Cialis. And you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Matt Coon, the whole, uh, you can take it on a full stomach. I mean, isn't that the whole gimmick? Who wants to have sex on an empty stomach? Nobody. My favorite thing (laughs) is like, I'm going to get some nachos and some hang You know what I'm saying? That's my favorite thing to do. It ain't a Friday night without having a twice-baked potato and laying the pipe. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Matt Coon, tell them what it is. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. Free, y'all. When you use our special promo code, Screen Door, just pay $5 shipping. Guys, that's what I did the first time, is I went to BlueChew.com, and I put in a, a code, and I got it for free, and you paid five bucks for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code screen door to try it for free. Damn. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, and remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. 
So please be sure to use our promo code ScreenDoor at BlueChew.com and get yourself a new dick today. Chris. Chris Cuomo. Yep. So let me ask you this, Corey. It's It's been going, you know, and I have to say that the media during the Trump administration did a fantastic job. They held him to task. The mainstream media, I love the mainstream media. I'm a big fan of the mainstream media. I well, we're Democrats. I, I, but I, I don't think that the mainstream media has a liberal bias. I think it has a, it at worst, it's got a financial bias. Like Fox News is Fox News because they realized there was a market to fill and they filled that market, right? So there ah, is- Someone's a, been reading their Al Franken books. But there is a financial interest, right? In There is. In, exactly. But I'm not sure- Which uh, arguably is often conservative. Absolutely. But I, I do think that sometimes these CNN anchors- uh, like Cuomo and Don Lemon, they're getting a little preachy. I think sometimes they get a little, a little too activist. And um, there's, there's that thing where it's like, you know, I just want the facts, you know, like I know, like most of the time when Don Lemon is getting a little preachy or Anderson Cooper's getting a little preachy, it's easy for me to not care because they're often saying the thing that I also agree with. Right. You know, Joe Scarborough's like that too. Yeah, so like there's part of me that goes, well, look, I mean, they're just saying the truth and they should want to say that. But at the same time, there's also something to be said of just like, just present me the facts because honestly, most of the time, just the facts lay out a perfect narrative of what I believe anyways. And like, let me let me just have that that way. I Because like, I try like when I talk to my parents and, and they're like, oh, you just believe the mainstream media. I'm like, mom, the reason I fucking hate Donald Trump is because I listen to what he says. I follow him on Twitter and see what he says. And because of that, I hate him. I don't wait for anybody to spin his bullshit. I've never waited for anybody to spin his bullshit. I don't have to wait for him. I spin his bullshit. To me, I read it and go, fuck this fucking guy. So right. just give me the goddamn facts. Granted, I'm never, you know, if Anderson Cooper wants to pop off about how deplorable some bullshit has been, go off, King, because I'm sure I agree with you. But at the same time, so many times, if they just say, this is what happened, everyone listening should, if they have a brain in their head, go, that was a bad thing that happened. You know, and that's not a bias. That's just fucking saying the facts, and we all know where they go. True, true. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, you know, when when the Ted Cruz thing went down, right? You know, it was wall-to-wall Ted Cruz. Coverage. I hope he dies in a blimp accident. Man, you should have seen him walking back, like in his in his mom in his mom jeans and his. Texas I can mask. see it right now. Oh, it's, it's great. Was he wearing a hat? I, I believe he was wearing a hat, like a fisherman's hat, like a white fisherman's hat. He might not have been, but let's say he was. In my mind, here's what he's doing. He's got on mom jeans with a Hawaiian shirt tucked in, which is you never do, with a braided brown belt, a pair of white Willie Nelson New Balances, and a white fisherman hat, and a copper bracelet. A <laughs> copper bracelet. The and fucking he's got, he, sack of shit. He just, you know what? It's funny. He's he just he just looked like a dude just with his roll away, like his roll away uh, carry on, and um, it was like. Oh, what what a freaking idiot! But I was saying, 
when that happened, it was like wall-to-wall coverage on CNN and MSNBC where you're like, okay, guys, maybe there's other stories we could talk about. And also at the same time, Fox News really didn't say boo about it. Really? That's interesting. Because, you know, Fox News loves some Ted Cruz. Let me ask you this about Fox News in my absence of social media and stuff, because I've noticed, and I'm not sure if you've noticed, I think everybody's noticed, Fox News is like almost a man without a country. Right now, they're trying to figure out where to land. But I think they're like everybody else, and they're saying, we don't want to piss off Trump. That's just so, it's just, they're in such an interesting place because like Fox News is never getting us back. Like it would, it would take years and years and years and years and years for Fox News to rebrand itself enough to where Democrats would be like, yeah, I watch Fox News every now and then, us, uh, and not just for something to laugh at, but also like the fucking Trump supporters really don't like fox news right now and i mean fox news is you know money talks bullshit walks like as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen to them in the next couple of years. You got any theories? I think they're going to go where the Republican Party goes. So we still don't know exactly. For instance, Trump is taking meetings with people at Mar-a-Lago, right? Like he's taking meetings with... About 2024? Uh, just just he's to consolidate his power, whatever it is. I'm so right? terrified, dude. So, you know, like he's, he took a meeting with, what's the guy's name? McCarthy. Um, Joseph, Mark, not Joseph. Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike, yeah. Yeah. But he refused a meeting with Nikki Haley. Huh? Because Nikki Haley wrote an op-ed saying, you know, hey, maybe Trump did have a lot to do with the insurrection deal. Right. Maybe. Maybe. And so uh, he refused a meeting with her. Speaking of the insurrection, Corey Ryan Forster. Did they do another one? (laughs) They did another one. Insurrection 2, election boogaloo. (laughs) 3D. 3D. Um, This time it's dumb. I love those breaking movies when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were so good. So you might have noticed, I don't know if you noticed, Corey, but I noticed that during the insurrection, there seemed to be 
just you would think there'd be a million police officers there uh more than we saw right yeah because you would think that they would just like any movie like they would just have like 50 police cars just going up to the capitol and apparently uh what has happened is six capitol police officers were suspended 29 others are being investigated for alleged roles in the riot like um, covering it up uh six officers have been suspended with pay uh, 29 others have been placed under investigation for their actions in the January 6th riot. Um, acting chief, wow, this is a name, Yogananda Pittman has directed that any member of her department whose behavior is not in keeping with the department's rules of conduct will face appropriate discipline. Department, department spokesman John Stonis told CNN, um, CNN reported January that the U USCP Capitol Police had placed at least 10 officers under investigation and two others had been suspended. So we have this story where we have six officers have been suspended for their roles, including one who took a selfie with the riders. And then how the, the fuck do you have the balls to do that? <laughs> Go on. That's insane, dude. Like, again, back to what I was saying, like, they are so used to playing with a corked bat, man, that they literally, like, that's the only way they can fucking get off is to just, they're, they're all Icaruses. They, you know, the, the other thing that's peculiar about this whole thing, the most peculiar thing is that two police officers committed suicide after the insurrection, after the riots, which I thought uh, is a strange thing as well, right? So... Where are all the like Clinton body count people on <laughs> on this? You know what I'm saying? Like two yes. police officers commit suicide after an insurrection that a lot of people are positing had a lot to do with the cops, and no one ever thinks. I bet Trump did it. It it doesn't go both ways, Corey. I think that's the point. Oh right, it doesn't go both ways. It doesn't, it doesn't. There's you know, and there's so much footage now that we've seen, especially with the footage released through the impeachment of these poor police officers just doing the best they can. That one fella Goodman, you know, running down the hallway and nudging Romney on the shoulders like motherfucker, you need to come this way. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Know? And but also just the terrible violence that so many of these police officers and the one bit of film that just gets me is when these people are fighting the police officers and the woman jumps in the window and gets shot. Have you seen that footage? Jesus Christ. No, but I'd like to. It's so it's 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 really interesting if you take a step back from all this and you really start to think about it. And it's like it's so we've made it comical because like one of the guys was dressed up like a fucking shaman with right. his fucking face painted. And like Obviously, we think their cause is stupid, but like, it's that's insane that like we've just kind of written this off as comedy. When I mean, first off, I, this doesn't even have to be said. If these people were any other color, any other color. This don't go this way. It'd be like a diehard movie. There'd be just sprayed machine gun bullets everywhere. There would be bodies everywhere. And and also, we would... Yeah, they wouldn't be celebrated. They wouldn't be like, oh, well, hear them out, you know. And it would be a fucking 9-11 day. 
Like we would fucking never forget it like that. Right. Meanwhile, I don't even know what fucking day it was. January something. January sixth. All right, cool. And I like you- because one dude dressed like a fucking clown, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, and the guy, you know, all the stuff that happened with insurrection. But what do you think of this kind of notion? And I think the insinuation that not only were there Capitol Police who were just letting it happen as their as their fellow police officers were getting killed, mind you, but there were others that are being investigated for roles in riot. I don't know if that means helping to organize or if letting people in certain things, but apparently there were a segment of police officers that weren't doing what they should have been doing. The best tweet I saw on it, I wish I knew the person so I could give them credit, but they said, to all the people asking where the cops were during the riots, do you ask where Miley Cyrus is when Hannah Montana is on stage? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like did, did none of y'all listen to fucking Rage Against the Machine? Some of those who serve forces are the ones that, that wear crosses. Well, <laughs> look at you. Look at you with the lyrics. Well, um, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, duh. Like, all this makes very good sense to me. Like, if you're a fucking, if you're a goddamn white nationalist, what's the best job you could have? Being a fucking police officer, without a doubt. There is a connection. I have a friend who's a lawyer who's... um husband listens to the show and she was telling me that there is a link between you know white supremacist groups and some police officer groups and you want to be careful when you say that you and i have friends who are police officers yeah i don't think they're all bad for sure that's stupid to think to even say that they're not all bad is maybe even a disservice like there's the majority i'd say are good you know sure Um, but the ones the problem with the good police officers guys is Y'all aren't very good about rooting out the bad ones. That's the thing. Be good the whole time. Say, you know, like maybe act more like Democrats in that way. When one of your own does some fuck shit, tell them that they did some fuck shit. And to me, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard to call you good when you don't do like that's, I don't know, man. Like it's just ridiculous. Like if you, if your whole reaction, if, if a fucking cop, if you see a cop shoot an unarmed black kid in the back and your first reaction is not all cops are bad instead of that guy should go to jail, it says a lot about you. It does. It, it says you're you're an asshole. Yeah, right. So quit it with the whole like, well, not all of them. I know not all of them. I fucking know that. Everyone on earth knows that. Every fucking person on earth knows that every member of a certain group isn't the goddamn same. Every fucking person knows that. But this motherfucker did some fucked up shit. And it's it's a pretty common thing in your goddamn organization. Call it the fuck out. Understand that systemically it is set up for this to be the norm, not for this to be the outlier. Get your head out of your fucking ass. Jesus. Now, Corey Ryan Forster, that is Matthew all- uh Matthew Xavier Coon. The problem with that is is I've been in situations where I've called people out and it doesn't always work good, right? It's not like people all come to your defense. It takes some courage to do that. It's For definitely sure. 
you know, we last week we watched a few good men. It's a, it's in a few good men situation. At what point do you say, okay, I'm going to quote unquote sell out all these other people in their eyes because I'm doing what's right. It, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. I know it's, it's a hard, hard thing to do. And it's interesting because like, in saying that you were admit like if you're a police officer it's like oh, I, I can't call him out because then i'll be out it's like okay then you admit that it's a fucked up system you admit that like you admit that if if you get punished for saying a truth and doing what's right then the system is fucked up and on the other side it's like you want to go all right well then just then say it and don't be a cop anymore fucking burn the place down on your way out but then you got to go God damn it. I want those people to be cops. That's the bad thing is that like so many of the times the person who should be a cop ain't going to be a fucking cop. Perfect story. One time Trey was telling me he uh he worked he he worked out near this guy. Like they just went to the same gym and he, they were neighbors and this guy was like kind of a fucking loser, you know, never really getting his shit together. And then one time he was telling Trey he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to go to the police academy. I'm going to be a police officer." And Trey thought, "Yeah, that'll fucking last." Well, sure as shit, the guy goes to the police academy, becomes a police officer. He's a cop for a while. And then like seven or eight months later, Trey sees him at the gym again. And he's like, hey, man, how's, you know, being a cop going? And he's like, ah, you know, I had to give it up. And so Trey, of course, was like, yeah, no shit. Like, this guy's a quitter. He quits everything. And the guy goes, you know, I was on the job and basically we had a situation and I knew I was going to have to draw my weapon. And it hit me in that moment. I can't do that. Like, I'm never going to be able to pull my weapon on somebody. I'm not that type of person. And Trey said at first, he was just like, yeah, I mean, you definitely shouldn't be a cop, blah, 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 blah. And then later he thought about it and he's like, man, that guy should be a cop, <laughs> you right. know? Right. But that's not going to happen. Like, they're, they, I'm sure that he got, like, his fellow officers probably rightfully told him, hey, buddy, you ain't going to make it. But, like, that's who should be a cop. Well, you and I have a friend, we'll call him Jason, you know, who is a police officer who has a very heightened sense of justice. Like he definitely is like good is good, bad is bad. He likes to bring down bad guys. He likes to help good people. But when it comes to criticizing his own, he can't do that. Right. And, and I do think there's probably part of him that's like, I would really like to, but like they will literally make my life a living hell, which is probably true. And even in conversations, he won't do it. Like in conversations, I guess he's afraid that like, if he says something critical, like he might say something like, oh yeah, one in a thousand of us are like that, right? Because I I think a lot of them don't see the culture. And then also- That's they, what systemic is. Yeah. You don't see it. it because because it's, somebody pointed this out to me and it's, it's so true. And I ch maybe I chose my words poorly because I was talking about Trump the impeachment trial. And I, was, I said, look, our system is shattered. Our system is broken. And somebody, a black person, rightfully so said, no, it's not. Our system works exactly how it was set up to work. And that's true. It's not broken. It's fucking a well-oiled machine. And that's, that's why you don't see things because we are led to believe this is right. And this is wrong. But just because someone said, okay, um, 10 years ago in California, marijuana was wrong. Now it's not wrong. So does that mean that 10 years ago it actually wasn't wrong or that now 
it's wrong, but we call it right. Which one fucking is it? It's almost like there's nuances in the fucking world, and it's almost like there's fucking gray areas, and that, no, something isn't just wrong or something isn't... I mean, there are definitely absolutes for sure, but everything is not like that. So my point is, is that it's hard to see an error in a system when the system is working completely right. And when you're sitting there and you're like, what, I, I busted a crackhead, you're not supposed to smoke crack. But then you don't follow the whole fucking thing through and go, and now, just for smoking crack, this person's kid doesn't have a father, and right. therefore they themselves are going to end up being put back in the system, and it's just a regurgitating cycle. You don't see a problem with that because that's how it's always worked, and that's how the fuck it was set up to goddamn work. So yes, systemic means you're never going to fucking know that something was wrong. There's a lot of confirmation bias in that too, because, you know, like whenever something happens, like with the George Floyd thing, and turns out George Floyd isn't a saint, right? Let's say he's not a saint. Right. Oh, you see, you see, you see, you shouldn't be writing bad checks or you shouldn't be doing drugs. And I'm like, does that mean you deserve to die? To die? Are you insane? How many of y'all, how many rednecks who said that shit, their grandma wrote a bad check on accident? You know what I'm saying? Like, like really? So you're telling me the punishment fit that crime? Death, de- the death sentence for writing a bad check and doing drugs. I don't give a fuck. First off, first off, th- this is just off top. If George, if that cop had literally just seen George Floyd shoot somebody, he still does not have the right to kill him. Now, do I feel differently about it if that was the case? Absolutely. I probably feel a little bit different about it. But all I'm saying is, George Floyd presented no imminent threat in that situation when that cop choked him to death. None. None whatsoever. George Floyd has the right to a fair fucking trial, and he will never get one. I'm not sure I would feel differently about it because the fact that the guy kneeled on his neck while the other guys were holding his feet down, it, that's not due process. Oh, I, like I wouldn't not- feel di- – okay, okay, okay. Excuse me. I wouldn't feel differently about it considering that was a cop. What I'm saying is, like, if George Floyd – if a random person had choked George George Floyd out because they saw him murder someone they knew, I, I do feel different about that. That's a crime of passion. A cop, though, is trained not to act passionately. They're supposed to be. They're not supposed to act that way. A cop is supposed to assess the situation and do what's right and not act on emotion. That's what I meant by that. Like, if George Floyd literally had committed a fucking heinous, murderous crime, then I probably let that go a little bit. I probably go, well, the world was better off without him, and I turn a blind eye to it, even though I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I should go, hey, the law should be the law and due process should be due process. But in this situation, no, fucking whatever it was that George George Floyd did, the punishment was not death, but it was, and he never gets a trial because of it. And that's the fucking and and that cop is that cop still a cop? I don't believe that cop is still a cop. Good. I believe he was wasn't he arrested? I think he will. I think I remember hearing that, but I also haven't heard anything else about it. You and I are so good about we we're good at like everybody talks about clickbait. You and I are so oh, good I admit about that. knowing the clickbait shit, but oh, we yeah. have no idea what happened. We always like what yeah. happened with that. I, I don't yeah. remember. And, well, and here's the thing, and, and I agree with that, and I need to get better about it. But my thing is, is that I don't need to know anything else. I saw him kneel on the guy's neck and kill him. What do I need to know? Because here's the deal, like he, like even if you tell me the stuff that George Floyd did, which they've done, I go, that doesn't matter. None of that matters in the kneeling on his neck part. So like, 
I guess there's no reason for me to investigate any further. The only reason I would investigate further is like, I hope they fucking put this guy in jail. But I'm, they won't, I don't think. Maybe they did. I hope they did. I hope I'm fucking wrong. I should fucking read more. You probably should. But we, do know, should. we do know this, uh, that Corey Ryan Forrester, you are on record as against um, the activities the police took against George Floyd. Not for it not for it at all so we're gonna be back right after this with an awesome segment that we totally know what it is right after this can't wait love knowing stuff go to your cbdsource.com today and use coupon code door 30 that's d-o-o-r and the number 30 and save 30 percent that is fucking crazy 30% on in-house products, yourcbdsource.com. Once again, that website is yourcbdsource.com, serving all of your CBD and hemp product needs with legendary formulas since 2011, yourcbdsource.com. Um, we thank them so much for sponsoring this podcast. And here's the deal, guys. Um, I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be just straight up and honest with you. This is not that I would never, I would never, ever, 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 ever advertise a product on this show that I didn't believe in. That's just straight up. I wouldn't do it. I, period. Full stop. All them words. But this is the one time that I've actually reached out to the advertiser because I was already using it beforehand. And I was like, hey, can we work something out? Like, this stuff is too good. I really, really enjoy it. Corey Ryan Forrester. Matthew. Maximoff Coon. Oh, love it. So we have kind of put off talking a little bit about WandaVision because we don't want to put spoilers out there. But I do want to talk a little bit about this show and the brilliance of the show and also the future of the MCU. Um, you know, we're big Marvel people. Uh, so if you're not a big Marvel person, you know what? Fucking become one. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, that's kind of how I feel like right now. I think... Obviously, not everyone who's ever going to see WandaVision has seen WandaVision, but, like, I think it swept the country by storm enough to where, like, most people that really, really want to, we're not spoiling shit for them. Like, they've seen it. So we'll go ahead and put our spoiler warning up just in case you have not seen. You want to fast forward into our legendary outro where we will tell you to go ahead and go to supportyourboys.com. Yeah, um, and all that stuff. Subscribe to the show. But... In the WandaVision is just part of what's going on with the MCU. We've got uh, a couple other shows that are starting as well, right? Yeah. So there's uh, 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Falcon, which what they're saying is, and I don't know how they judge this. I don't know what exit polls they're fucking taking, but they're like, this show has more audience excitement than the Mandalorian had. Wow. And I, that's just so hard. I guess that's hard for me to believe, but. I can't remove the fact that I know what the Mandalorian became. I was super fucking jazzed about the Mandalorian and I'm I'm not I'm not not excited about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but like I don't know, like I have a now granted I said that this I thought this might happen with Ant-Man even though I love Paul Rudd. I was like, well, they're doing miss and it didn't happen with 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 the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm like, I don't know, man. This marriage kind of seems weird, and I don't know if it's going to work, and I don't know if I care. Well, because I didn't think the Falcon really hit for me. On I didn't either, and that's 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 sad because it's not like Anthony Mackie's not a great actor, 
They just didn't do a lot with that character. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, fuck you. He's Captain America now. Right. And I was like, no. And I mean, that does have, like, there's precedent for that. That does happen in the comics. But it's like, I don't know. Like, to me, they should have made the character, they should have made me expect the character to be Captain America. Not just like, hey, we're going to make him Captain America and therefore you like him because he's Captain America. Like that kind of doesn't work. Like we, you know, they talk about it in rest, like the new rock and roll express, right? Never going to be as over as the other one. So like, it's almost like a slap in the face to even do it. Yeah. It's not like Captain America is a branding opportunity. He's a guy, right? Exactly. And then the winter soldier is one of these guys in the MCU that for his first couple movies, I don't want to say for sure, but let's just say he was a lot bigger. He was a lot right. muscular, bigger. And then like when I saw them doing the upfronts, you know, where they do the stuff at the comic con to get everybody excited, like Winter Soldier just looked like a dude. He looked like you. He's just like a right. dude, you know. Right. And and I and also to me, like the Winter Soldier, this is the wrestling me too. His best work was as a heel. Right, right. And right. like I don't know, like I I always want that conflict. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In him. We need to see that badassery come out in him as a baby face, as a good guy. And I hope I'm, by the way, I hope I'm fucking wrong. And I probably will be because Marvel's awesome. Like, I, maybe it's the best show. Like, it's going to be hard for me to be like, oh, this is just as good as WandaVision. I know that because fucking WandaVision uh as you well i say as you know you know certain certain tumorless podcast hosts it okay. took them a minute to come around on the brilliance whereas some of us had the foresight you already read the comic so it's not really foresight but here's the deal matt coon it's not like the comic is it's not like this show is directly ripped out of the comic i all i did i read the comic that it's loosely based on in terms of it's the visions and they move to suburbia but that's that's where the differences stop i guess my point was i love the comic so much that i was excited more about the show and therefore i was a normal person and allowed it the pacing that it deserves so, and the other show that's coming out, I believe there's a Hawkeye show coming out too, right? Oh, I'm for that. So we've got those, but to get to our spoilerific WandaVision recap, um, so you've got Vision and Scarlet in a TV show that she created, and she created everybody around them to go along with a TV show. When I first saw it, I, I, I asked Matthew, I said, is all this happening inside the moment where Wanda is killing Vision? Because I was thinking 
maybe everything is happening inside that moment. You know, the moment where she was killing Vision, she went into this dream state or whatever and took him with, I don't know. Um, right, she was able to enter this meditative state, this safe right. place. And and just escaped into this timeless reality where um, where you had all these you know, different characters and different people from the city that she pretty much kidnapped to play along with her vision is still alive play. Yeah. It's really remarkable. Like I love that they in this show are just like, look, man, it's a comic book. Comic book shit is wilder than fuck. So there's no rules. We're just going to do this. And most of the time, I'm like, I don't like just hand-waving and just going like, ah, it's magic, whatever. But with this, I do. I love that the fact that I can't explain it, and it just is a thing that happened. And, of course, the big reveal at the end of the last episode turned that on its head even fucking more. For sure. Uh, it, it, I thought that, what's the actress that plays Wanda? Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Dude, her Claire Dunphy impression from Modern Family was amazing the so and even tremendous. the camera work where they did like a close-up and then the closer up like they did that like 10 times whereas like oh this is modern family this week what show are you wanting them to parody next i don't know what's in like i did not even predict modern family right i predicted the office yeah and it was a lot like the office it had the, those same you know that same aesthetic you know but literally it was the inside of the modern family house like uh I'm not sure. What, what do you think the show would be like? What, what's a 2000s show? I mean, to me, it's like, I don't know. Like it has to be surely to God, they're going to give us the office or what else could you, because like, that's such a, the office and parks and rec are such templates for types of shows. They could do parks and rec because I think this last one was more of an office. But How's there. that different than the office? I don't know. Maybe they'll be in a in a workplace environment. You mean like an office? Oh, it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, what? <laughs> yes, an office would be a workplace environment. Uh, what about like maybe How I Met Your Mother or something like that? That would be cool. Like where there's a narrator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be for that. I and think that'd be really cool. And then Vision now is not really on board with Wanda. Like, he's trying to figure out what's going on. But the problem is, he's dead. Right, right. So what, like, that's kind of like, all right, if Vision is dead, and and the only reason that he's alive is because Wanda's keeping him going with her in her little brain fantasy, then why isn't Wanda just, like, shutting him down? Right, right. Like, and, I don't understand and, that. Like, like instead of, you know, when they're when in the last episode, when when uh, Vision and uh, shit, the girl from Two Broke Girls, I can't think of her name. Um, whenever they're trying to get back to the city and they kept running into green lights and they kept running into traffic. And I was like, why doesn't Wanda just fucking snap him off? Right. Why doesn't she just like blow up the car? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. But again, but, like she loves him. She doesn't want him to die again. She's also not trying to blow her cover still. She's still trying to keep the facade going. She is committing to the bit for sure. We also saw the emergence of a character in this last episode, Agatha. Oh my God, dude. Catherine Hahn she's is so just, she's so good, man. She's and so and good. watching, watching Catherine Hahn in all those like 
you know, the, the, the bewitched style show and then the fucking all the, like it really proved to me like this, this woman, if she was born at any time would have murdered. Yeah. She's, she's really great. She's the perfect, you know, like I was telling Matthew that back in the day, the, uh, the qualifications for the sidekick is that they have to be like 10 pounds heavier and almost as pretty, you know, like the whole Ethel and Lucy deal, you know? Yeah. And she's perfect at it, but now you want to go back and watch the other episodes and see where Agatha really fucks shit up for them. Right. I want to go back and see all those little Easter eggs and shit. And that's why I think that, I think that this show is going to be one of those that's such a good rewatch when you know stuff. Like, it's going to be such an interesting rewatch for everybody. Speaking of which, where are you at on I Love Lucy? Oh, I love I Love I love Lucy. I think it's great. There's a couple things that I think are funny at it about it, though. Like, one thing is Lucy's always trying to get to the, the uh, what was the name of his uh, bar? Club. Yeah, what was the name of his club? The, uh, the, the what? Babalu is Babalu, that, it was something like that. He was Babalu, but and she's always trying to get into his act, but generally speaking, his act sucked. Right. Like like he basically played the the congas and sang, and I'm not quite sure what was going on there, but she was desperate to get involved in the club. But everything I always saw in the club sucked. Right. I love I just love that show so much, and I'm so interested in that time period. I don't it won't be it won't be in the near future, but one day when we've got millions and millions of dollars and I've got resources, I really want to do a podcast about the early days of television and the like red scare and all that shit that was going on. Like the 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 like when MGM first started and all that shit and like Lucy's such an interesting character because we see like we see nowadays, like with WandaVision, we see like you've got two See, uh, essentially very strong female leads and it's like oh what a great thing like it's so awesome that we can we've come we've grown to a society to where you don't even think about it like you know elizabeth olsen's the lead she's a woman who gives a fuck but it's like my god how groundbreaking and ahead of her time was lucy you know yeah, and Lucy was amazing. Of course, I think Desi Arnaz ran a lot of the business aspect of For it. For sure. And but she was really the thing. And I think, like, from what I remember, I believe that people that watched the show did not like the scenes in the in the club. Like they wanted more Lucy, but Desi Arnaz yeah. was always trying to crowbar his musical shit into the show. It's funny because like in real life it was the opposite of what was happening on the show. Right, right. Yeah, like in real life, he was desperate to get his shit in. Right, and 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 he did. You know, the the funny thing also about the show is that you know the separate beds. You know, the separate. They beds. couldn't even say the word pregnant. And I I wonder though, like I know that I think Lucy or another show was the first show to have combined beds for married couples. But I wonder though, was there a situation where married couples did not have the same bed? My grandma and grandpa. Really? They had separate bedrooms. Oh, did they just hate each other? No, he was gay. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, look, never came out, but we've just kind of figured it out after all these years. Yeah. Like, per my granny, like, they had sex one time, 
had a kid. He slept in separate rooms, and we've since found pictures of him, like professional photographs of him and men holding hands. Like he was gay. That's amazing and terrible yeah. for your grandmother. Yeah, but here's the thing: she died not knowing, and like she lit like my me and my granny had a a very very close relationship, and my grandmother he died when he died in like 1993. So most of my life with my grandmother was sans my grandfather. And she talked about him lovingly, but it was always like they had a very stereotypical what I thought was a marriage between a man and a woman, which is like, yeah, once you get married, you don't have sex. And the woman kind of always thinks the guy's no good. And the guy's always just like, quit spending my money, lady. But he actually, my granny was like the only one that worked because he had a bad back. So like... My point, my, I remember when my granny's dog Chipper died, she lost her mind. She was so devastated and she was crying and she told my mom, she goes, this is harder than when Harvey died. <laughs> and my mom just started laughing because she knew it was so true that my granny loved that dog more than she loved her husband. But I don't think that my granny never had... There was not years of resentment of like, oh, my God, I wish I had a better relationship with my husband because she loved her grandkids and her children and her dog so much that it was just like, yeah. And, you know, there's Harvey. <laughs> you know, like, that's easy to say, too. But, you know, your grandmother had sex with the dog approximately one time less than she had sex with. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> we know of, you know, because I don't know. From what I remember, women do want sex occasionally. And so, like, when you have a woman like your grandmother who only had sex once, can you imagine how she felt about herself or how she felt about, you know, like, th there had to be a lot of deeper shit than that in there. For sure. But I, there's part of me that thinks she doesn't know how she felt about that because, like, you have to understand with my grandmother, she was a deeply religious woman. Never took a drink, never smoked a cigarette. I don't think it was in her. I don't think she, because like, dude, when, when from 1990, she died in 2016, from 1993 to 2016, she didn't even entertain the thought of going on a date with a man. Like she was, I think my granny was an asexual person. Right. Like, I think those people exist. Like Janine Garofalo is an asexual person. Right. They exist. And I think that like, honestly, that's why her and my papa were like a perfect marriage because they were also they were also like 20 years apart. She he married really really late and back in those days he a man in your 30s, you know, back in the back in the 40s, a man in his 30s that hadn't been married that they all just assumed he was gay unless he got married. Right. So he marries my grandma and it's like I don't know if they had they talked about an understanding or if it was just like an understood understanding of like hey this asexual person and me being a homosexual, but I'm not allowed to be a homosexual. God damn. This is kind of perfect. Like it just fell in their laps. You know what I'm saying? Except neither get to ever have sex ever. No, that don't hit. But I'm saying like with her, I don't think that was a problem with him. I think that maybe he like, again, we found professional pictures of him, like sitting with men holding their hands. I'm not, I'm not thinking that he never did. I was going to say to tell me more about these pictures. There's this one that we found and it's literally, they're both wearing a suit and they're sitting on a bench and they're like 
hugging. One of them's got their arms around the other one, and they're they have their fingers interlocked, like a couple picture. And I remember like we saw it when we were young, and Granny was just like, "Oh yeah, men used to just take pictures with other men back then." And then we got older, and we were like, "No, they didn't. That's not a thing." <laughs> you you had me at interlocked, interlocked fingers. Like you can hold hands. Yeah, holding hands is fine. But interlocked is another thing entirely. Yeah. Yeah, and for the record, uh, I'm for my papa being gay. I'm just, I really wish that we lived in a time where, I wished that he lived in a time where he would have never been my papa, if that makes sense. I mean, but if your papa wasn't gay, you wouldn't be here today. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wish that the world was such that, yeah, that I wouldn't be born. That'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) What a world it would be. Well, Corey, we really didn't come up with a segment. But we found some cool stuff to talk about. We hope and we found out my grandpa's gay. We just Corey outed his dead grandfather. That's wonderful. Yep, that's really good of you. And we're gonna be right back up to wrap up the show right after this. Skew. Corey Ryan Forrester, Matthew Simpson Coon. I don't know. I got nothing. You already used Simpson before, by the way. I have. Yeah, you have. Why would I have done that? I got to go to this list you were talking about. On I got to get back on the internet so I can know stuff. How's it been without being on social media? The first day was, I'll tell you what, what it it really is, is it's mind-blowing. And and it really, like, it starts to change your relationship with, with the internet and stuff. Like, the first day, you don't realize how many times you get, you check your Twitter and Instagram until you take it away. And the reason I know that is because you become very aware every time you pick up your phone because you have to go, oh, wait, no, I can't do this. You know, now that that was I started Wednesday and this is we're recording on Monday. I don't even do that anymore. Like I I I won't pick up my phone and look at it anymore. And I'm really hoping that like this can just change my relationship with social media to where like, hey, man, you should you are a comedian. You have to post shit like that's your life. But what you don't have to do is every five minutes check to see how the goddamn thing is doing. Like, it's right. going to do what it's going to do, even if you're not fucking looking at it. So you and, I, you and I have been in a place where we're like, oh, wow, it's getting this many views every this many minutes. That's more than this one video did. Yeah. And it gets very, um, you know, it does take over your life a little bit. And the thing is, is that like, the way I always say everything, like, well, regardless of how this one does, I'm always going to do the thing that I'm going to do anyways. So the numbers are almost many. I mean, like, look, if I'm, if I start a new character and like literally it just gets no views, then I'll probably try it two to three more times just because it's something I believed in. But then if it doesn't work, it's like with a joke, I go, well, fucking clearly people don't like it. I'm not doing it anymore. So there's part of that to it. But like when it's the difference in this one got 250,000, but this one got 300,000. It's like, yeah, sometimes that happens. You idiot. Right. Like sometimes it's just that there was a different amount, like something else happened in the news or whatever. And so like, I'm really hoping that when I get back on, cause obviously I have to get back on, it's my job. Like I haven't been able to, because of that, I haven't been able to promote anything. Right. I haven't been able to. And, and like, that's just how that is. But like, I'm going to have to get back on it. But I think I've, I think just in this week, I've sort of changed my relationship because I will be honest with you. I have been a, I have not had as much anxiety at all. Like I've slept better. I've enjoyed hanging out with my wife and my niece and not having that constant, like, I got to check on this. 
you know, the other side of that is someone like me, um, who I don't have a lot of social connections. Like I don't, I don't have a lot of friends in this area. So a lot of my social interactions are online are on Twitter. And so for me, it's really helped me a lot during the quarantine. It's really helped sure. me a lot during my sickness. But I've been posting a lot less, too, just mainly because I felt like shit. And there's only so many, like, posts you want to do where, like, okay, guys, I can't feel my left arm. Uh, right. Boo-hoo right. me. You know, like, right. you, you just don't want to be that bitch, you know? No, for sure, man. But I'm hoping that, like, much like taking time away from alcohol has, like, I think permanently changed my relationship with alcohol, like where I know it can still be in my life, but it's not, it's not the star of the show. I'm hoping that I can take these lessons I've learned this week and just incorporate that and go, Hey, you can just have a healthier relationship with social media. Uh, but obviously you can't just fuck off from it because that's how you make your money. Right. Especially someone in your position who's gotten so, uh, so much, you know, I mean, you went up from God, 20,000 followers to 190,000 followers during the quarantine, you know? Pretty insane. It is pretty insane. But I'll tell you what else is insane. Through the screen door with Corey Ryan Forrester. Guys, go to supportyourboys.com. It looks like, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to hit our goal for February, Corey, so I'm not getting a tattoo. Well, that's okay. We knew as soon as you had your surgery that we weren't going to. (laughs) That's very true. But I did get a tattoo on my back. It looks like a scar. It's amazing. Oh, that's a good tattoo. Yeah, it looked. You know what I was thinking would be cool though, Corey, is if I got a tattoo to cover up the scar. You should. Why wouldn't you? Like that—that's going to be there anyways. Why not like, put something cool on it? Like a Dave Batista type sword or something. You know? Yes. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, put a. Uh, um, you need a. Uh, what would be good for you? That's in that same vein. You know what I think would be cool is if I put a, a spatula. Monkey, a spatula. A stick of butter. A stick of butter. On top of a spatula. I was thinking I put a monkey on there because there's always a monkey on my back. That's not bad. Can the monkey be holding a spatula? <laughs> With the butter in the other hand. Yeah. Perfect. Corey, we've got supportyourboys.com, of course, to support us. Watchyourboys.com to hit our YouTube. And, of course, go to any podcast platform. If you want to see a shortcut to a podcast platform, of course, you can go to screendoorpod.com. But make sure to follow through on those links because you you can't subscribe through that link. You have to go to your podcast platform and then please subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you're so inclined. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys doing all that and supporting the show. And uh, I look forward to uh, being back this week on social media, making everybody laugh, hopefully, and promoting this podcast and uh, reaching our goals doubly to make up for February when we had a bit of a slump. Well, we still kept it up in February, but we still have some JJ's Diners to do. We'll probably get one in. We'll probably get a Wyatt Hits in this week, and we're going to get all kinds of stuff going on. And we'll see you Friday for Free For All Friday right here on Through the Screen Door with Corey Ryan Forrester.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.